Veterans Voice is a show that connects veterans and active members of the military to qualified guests who help you find programs and benefits you qualify for and discuss housing, education, career training, and other topical matters. Every show addresses issues that affect your life. Call in and share your experience. 781-837-4900. Here we go. Here, here we go, everybody. It's Greg Brasso, host you of sure? the Veterans Voice Radio. We're no, I was sure. a little mixed up a couple of weeks ago. I wasn't sure, but uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, June 12th is the... Uh, is the car show done in uh, Nantasket, isn't it, Wolfie? Yeah, it is, and the state police are starting all over again, so I'm meeting with them Tuesday, but as of right now, June 12th. June 12th. And with pre- pre-registration um, on the website, Nantasket Beach Car Show, and the funnest part is my sister Kim, instead of giving regular trophies, she got a million little car parts and making out car part trophy sculptures. It's the coolest thing you ever saw. Wow, interesting. So everyone's excited for that. So this is this is like your 100th year doing that, Wolf, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and the Coast Guard is going to recertify Hull as a Coast Guard city, so some general something is coming from the Coast Guard to do that. I'm not sure the Coast Guard has generals, Wolf. No, Wolfie. they don't. We've, no. We've promoted them. <laughs> yeah. They have, they and, have uh, admirals. <laughs> I knew that. I think well, the Duke of Earl is going to be there. The, fact, probably. The female admiral is taking over as the new commander of the Coast Guard. Right. Billy Farrell. Oh, for the, the Coast Guard. Well, the Coast and Guard. the Constitution, the Billy Farrell. Right, right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. The Coast Guard Academy they just promoted a woman to be in charge of the Coast Guard Academy. And there's too. a woman in charge of the battleship Massachusetts. Yes. Yeah. And there's a woman in charge of the, of the battleship Salem that just sent me about 15 passes. They want to kind of do something with us this year. What, the Salem? Yeah. Yeah, it's not sunk. Not yet. <laughs> not not, there's not no, yet. There's no Japanese in the harbor. Yeah. But the time for right now is this is not a Tony. This is not an Emmy. It's the Vetti. It's a time on the show that we honor a veteran for his service to the country and the community. So tonight is Joe Menace, who is a legend in, in Hull. Um, he was in the Army, a staff sergeant, military police, and he was a guard at Nuremberg Trials. And they have pictures of him with all of those those people that were in the court. It's absolutely unbelievable. Um, he was a coach and the athletic director in Hull. And Coach Butch Neal, General Butch Neal, he coached Butchie. And um, he helped start Little League Baseball. And he was the guy that set the standard for, for the coaching. If you did something wrong, you didn't pass the ball, you swore. He took you right out of the game. didn't matter if you were in the air for the championship shot. He took you out. He was all about honor and courage. And his famous line is, tuck and roll. He taught everyone that as in um, gym class, but it turned out to be a good lesson in life. When something happens, tuck and roll. So the staff here is... Um, Greg and Jenny and Chuck and Wolfie, we salute you. We, we salute you, we Joe do. Menace. We do, Joe. Thank you very much for your service. Thank you for your support. And let's take this caller quickly here. We have uh, we don't have too much time, but uh, Richard's on the phone out there. Hey, Richard, how are you tonight? Greg, I'll try to keep it short as best I can, but I just want to say I'm sorry I missed you with the food drive. Got to meet Wolfie. I was there last week. Yep, good. And, and um, what I want to say is um, not only the food drive, I never saw, I, I want to say publicly, there are just two between you and Wolfie, 
two of the most unselfish people I think I've ever met because of what you do, not only for the veterans, and um, uh, but also to extend the food drive to those who need it. And yeah, it's the honor system, I realize, but even so, you know, you still are extending it to the public. And what I just want to say, as I say, you probably got a full show tonight. Uh, this is, a, I think, something that the listening audience can do. Um, whether you're a veteran or a family member or just trying to learn a lot like I am um, about the affairs of veterans, if you, you know, the show has advertisers who support the show, and if you chance ever patronize these advertisers this only takes less than 30 seconds tell the advertisers how much you appreciate their support of veterans voice radio you'd be surprised how you know it just the it, it shows that the advertising dollar really talks so um do out there go out and you do if you do patronize the advertisers just let them know we love your support of veterans voice radio now i'll let you go with the more important things of the night and we'll see you in the next food drive you're very you're very important to us here richard you know we're glad you you're back on the line talking to us we missed you for a while there so you'll always be part of our family so not to worry and and it took it took Jenny three times to become an official Goon Squad member, and he was so good he got to be official Goon Squad member. First day, first day. Wow, that's quite All an right. honor, Richard. We need you, Rich. We got well, the T-shirt we, coming with your name on it. We love you all. You're doing wonderful work. All right, Richard. You uh you have a good night and be well, and uh, we appreciate you taking the time to call in. Thank you very much, Greg. All right, buddy. Take care. We'll talk again soon. That was Richard from JP, one of our. All the supporters, I mean, he goes back uh, two, time. three, four, five years. Oh, I yeah. Think, Jack, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. About f- actually, about five years yeah. when he first called. Yeah, and and he's come back, and, uh, you, you know, when he, he was on the phone a couple of weeks ago, and his only complaint was that he didn't want to, he didn't think it was, he thought we should just honor veterans at our food drives. Yeah. And well, that's how it started out. Was it just sure is, for the first three or four or five months. Yeah. And and then we decided to open it up, and I think Wolfie was one of the best decisions we made. It really was because when we when we do anything with Veteran Voice, we always say Veteran Family and Friends. You know, we we sneak everyone, and we we're here to help everyone. And what happened is we didn't know how much food we got, but between um, Maria South Shore Community Action Council and Matt Martin and Ann Hunger, we had enough food. Well, and now based on us opening the food drive out up to to uh, uh, non military. Uh, after the weekend, Jenny and I, we, uh, we invaded the uh, western uh, and, and the seaport. And, uh, How many you know, cocktails did we have? Not even a sniff. Not, not, not one. We had coffee. Yeah, that's it, Chuck. Really? Honest. Yeah. I'm impressed. They might not. I was working. To, in, we, did, we had things to do. We were on a mission. I was. You were hobnobbing. Jenny was following me, and I had to chase him. (laughs) (laughs) Who left the breadcrumbs? Yeah, (laughs) but based, but but we had a great time, and it's unanimous that all the folks involved in our Parkinson's 
It was pavilion. a Parkinson p- Pavilion fabric. It was a Parkinson Pavilion, and since Veteran Voice is now in the middle of all that, it was fantastic networking, and they're all coming to our Quincy Music Festival. They sure are. Uh, they sure are. Uh, the 20 by 20 tent is going to be all Parkinson's-related uh, 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 groups from... Uh, Brett Miller and Dr. Holler and Michael J. Fox and the Parkinson's Foundation and on and on and on. So uh, Jenny and I uh, knocked it out of the park, I think. Uh, you did all the work. We, um, you did all the talking. Well, it was... Your uh, passion definitely shows. Well, it was, it was a great... We were all in the same boat there. It was easy, and the response was great. So uh, this uh, is going to be... Uh, a, a great summer activity. Uh, Lau, why don't we take our first break, and then we'll come back after the first break, and we'll talk to our dear friend, uh, uh, none, none other than the wonderful Secretary of Veterans Affairs. Take it away, Lau. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here as we're approaching uh, a, a weekend that means uh, 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 very much to... Uh, uh, Gold Star families uh, all across the country, and uh, the 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 uh, event I'm talking about obviously is Memorial Day. It's coming up in just a couple weeks, and uh, here on the phone tonight with us is a dear friend, uh, Secretary of Veterans Services. All right, Chuck, is that better? <laughs> services. All right, services. Sorry, Cheryl, I got I got I got spoken at a little while ago for mis misannouncing you. So. I apologize for all of the misannouncements I've done in the past, Cheryl. Welcome to our band of thieves here. Thanks, Greg. I hope you're all well this evening. Oh, we are. We we are. We're just a uh, little, little, little. Uh, you know, getting ready for Memorial Day, getting ready for the for the for the big event uh, in July, and all of the events we got going on. But uh, uh, you're going to have quite a, a, a menu of events coming up. Yes, yes, we will, and I, I'm really glad that you're talking about Memorial Day, uh, you know, which is fast approaching, uh, and, you know, Memorial Day, it's, you know, it's so important to remember our fallen. Uh, Memorial Day started after the Civil War, it was called at the time Decoration Day, where they decorated the graves of the fallen heroes, mm. and up to 1967, it was actually changed to um, by Congress to be called Memorial Day, and and now we, but it is always a solemn. It's more of a solemn occasion, yeah. Yeah. whereas Veterans Day is a celebration of all veterans. Even though in the reflections, we really are, while we're mourning those who we've lost, we are celebrating their lives, sure, and then are grateful that they lived for us. Um, and that's why, you know, it is important that we don't say Happy Memorial Day, but we say, you know, we'll say have a blessed, safe, peaceful Memorial Day observance. And, and over time, as you probably all noticed, we now, we flag all of the veterans' graves um, in not only at our state cemeteries, but at the National Cemetery in Bourne, and in all of the, the local cemeteries in the city of in towns and our veteran service officers gather with different volunteer groups and the scouts to make sure that as much as that they get every veteran's uh, gravesite and make sure that it's adorned with a flag to to pay that respect and i think you also notice that this is the time that 
individuals will visit their families' graves, even sure. if they're not veterans, and they'll be, you know, freshening them up and putting out flowers uh, in at the same time. Well, it's a, like you say, Cheryl, it's, it's a very solemn uh, uh, weekend for certainly my family. It was always uh, uh, just a quiet remembrance, and uh, my aunt didn't do too well during that weekend. She uh, had her problems uh, coping uh, after the loss of her husband, but, uh, you know, we all got through it, and uh, fortunately, Tuesday would come, and, and the weekend would be by us, and uh, so... Uh, we, we didn't have such a good time. Um, so all you families out there, uh, take heart. You've got a lot of friends out there, and you've got, you got folks like uh, uh, Secretary Poppy here that are uh, just doing such spectacular work and providing uh, uh, counseling. And it, Jenny, is this not Mental Health Awareness Day? It's Mental Health Awareness Month. Month. Imagine. She is the entire and and uh, Cheryl, how, do you see a rise in mental health problems within the veterans community as we head towards Memorial Day? You know, Greg, we we have seen that there are some. Our, our Save Team, for example, has noted that there have been more veterans um, contacting them, but they're struggling. But you know, what's important is that they're contacting them, sure, and to know that the help is there. And yeah. I know that you and Chuck always talk about this. But I'm glad you brought this up because this is what's very important. When we think about Memorial Day, those who died, they gave their lives for us, right? They gave their lives so we could live and we could be free as a nation. So I do see that if someone needs help, they should reach out for help. And that's one of the ways that we can honor those that paid that ultimate sacrifice is by making sure we're taking advantage of the benefit services and also reaching out to ask for help when we need it. Well, and we that's, tried, that's another reason why, you know, we always stress this around Memorial Day. We try so hard to make that point week after week. Go get your services. Call your VSO. Call the Vet Center. Re- reach out. But, show you know the vets are a proud bunch. you get, you got to, you know, coax them out of the out of their house, for God's sakes. Come on, this is good for you. Nobody, you know, we're not going to take away from somebody else. You, you, you know, come on and get what you deserve. And, I mean, that's a, been a battle for us for 20 years at our veteran shows. Well, and that's why I'm grateful to you that you always stress that message in your programs, Greg, because I, I think that's, that's really important. That's important to all of us. Um, and to let veterans know that, yeah, we know there has been a stigma, but just just reach out. It's actually a car- it's a sign of strength to reach out for help. Absolutely. And now maybe with the government program, Cheryl, the ETS program, may- maybe they're going to start to talk to some of the service members before they get out and maybe avoid some of the problems that they face later because they're surprised or can't handle what's going on when they get back. Uh, got back right. out into the world, right? That program will give us a that will give us a head start. Uh, but you know, when when veterans do transition, they do have the opportunity to go through, you know, the transition assistance programs. And and I would urge anyone that is coming toward the end 
of their active service in the military because service never ends that you do reach out and take take advantage of the tap programs that are there uh, the transition assistance program because it it happens before before you know it right it's it's a yeah. year and then it's six months and then it's time to get out but um so that that's why it's good that those programs are there and we you know, we always will make sure at the different events that we're involved with that, that, that we provide that information to veterans and their families. Well, we have probably 50 tables put aside for you, Cheryl, for this, uh, this July's event. So we're going to have uh, plenty of room, and uh, we're going to have nice weather, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get 1,500 veterans uh, or more to uh, come join us this year. Uh, we, we we had almost a thousand last year, so you know, with, with your help and having us, uh, you know, maybe you could help us attract some other uh, vendors. There we have uh, we have plenty of room, and and you know, love working with you, Cheryl, and all your all your group. You got a bunch of great uh, men and women working for you, with you. Thank you, Greg, and and I did want to talk about um, what uh, what you had asked, I think, a little bit earlier about how we get involved in Memorial Day ceremonies. Um, Obviously, we're involved at our two state cemeteries in Agawam and Winchenden. We also support uh, the local events that take place, and, and I think it's Everyone is encouraged that, for the most part, everyone is going to be planning their events this year instead of making virtual events. We assist with if someone needs a speaker for an event to try to help someone if they're looking for a speaker at the Memorial Day events. We also, there's a project called Project 351 where there are student ambassadors that can be linked up to a community if they would like help um, you know, reading the governor's proclamation or, or doing something, having a part in the ceremony. And that's what's important to keep our youth involved in our ceremonies because yep. they're our future. Yep. And so by engaging youth in these ceremonies, it makes sure that it keeps the memories of our, keeps the memories alive uh, of our, of our fallen. Well, Sherilyn, unfortunately, they're teaching less of of American history to the kids today, they're teaching more to MCAS, and unfortunately, they barely mention Vietnam anymore. It's barely even mentioned in the school curriculum. It's um, we have That's to. That's why we, it's up to us to help to help that process along to make sure that um, you know that the children do do get that get that education when the time comes. Not just Memorial Day and Veterans Day, but all through the year. But, and, and year round, you're right, Cheryl. You know, today I, I was riding up the street, and uh, I have a 96 year old World War II vet that lives right up the street from me. And uh, I'm driving by, and he's out pushing his lawnmower. So, of course, I turned around, I go back, I knocked him over, pushed him out of the way, <laughs> said, You know, <laughs> I, I, I need to finish this for you. you. You know, so I finished for the vet, you know, I finished mowing his lawn. Cheryl, I couldn't imagine if uh, that if if something happened to him and I didn't stop to do something, I could never live with myself. Well, was he mad at you that you actually did that though? Because he no, probably likes mowing long. God he, bless him. He he doesn't know in Quincy we're going to pick him up in a limo. We're going to bring him to the Quincy event. It's his birthday a couple of days later, and we're going to have a surprise birthday uh, prize for him. Oh, that's wonderful, Greg. 
That's uh, uh, he's a, he was a fire chief in Weymouth, you know, as a World War II veteran. I'm sure he's a Navy guy. He's got he's a sailor. He's got a 55 foot sailboat that he's an avid sailor. Goes out every day, and you know, he's just he's keeping going, Cheryl. You know, he's just a typical old veteran, just gets by doing on his own. But you know, if anybody listening can go help a neighbor that's a veteran. <clears throat> Maybe over the weekend, there's there's a home. Maybe somebody could use just a little cheering up. Maybe there's somebody elderly that doesn't have a lot of company that could use the cheering up. And uh, I don't know. As I was driving away after mowing his lawn, I got a great, I got a great feeling that uh, I did what I was supposed to. I did what I was supposed to show. You know, got to take care of us all. That's great, Greg. And listening to their stories is important, too, because uh, every veteran has a story to share. So uh, that's always uh, another way to take the opportunity. Well, and what, we, what we've started now at the show, Wolfie came up with the idea that in the past we, we, did, uh, we scheduled veterans' voices, but a lot of those veterans, unfortunately, were passed away. Now we're honoring veterans before they pass with what Wolfie called the vetties. So what we're going to do is we're going to just say a few words about some veteran that is nominated to us for uncommon activities in the community, uh, just being a good a good vet, an, an, a nice member of the community. So we're going to talk this up more over the week, Cheryl. So we'd like to re, you know kind of ask you for some help that you might identify some vets that we should uh, award here in the show as well. Yeah, I'm going to send her a form. We're making up the form now. But, Gerald, you were talking about how important it is to to recognize every grave in the cemetery. And my sister and I, you know, my dad was a Normandy invasion guy, so we've been heavily involved in lots of stuff that you know. But anyway, so we realized that a lot of those little plaques are so grown over you can't see them. So we really engaged the whole community, just like you said, the youth and, and not just veterans. And we got a cemetery map and cut it up into little pieces. And we had individual teams look at every single plaque in the cemetery. And then we marked it on a chart. So we're going to give it to people, you know, one section to do at a time. And I think we went from about 300 flags to 560 flags. You've identified that yeah. many veterans' uh, yeah. uh, uh, graves. Because yeah. we were so concerned. Just what just what Cheryl said, we were so concerned. My sister, of course, is sensitive, caring, not like her brother. Yeah. And she was really upset as we were walking through the cemetery a couple of years ago. She said, oh, my goodness, we missed this one. We missed this one. So it's really important that we don't miss any. We figured the one person that comes to visit the grave won't have the flag. Yeah. So we yeah. make sure that every single one has a flag, and then we have this map that we can pass on. So that's marked. So, so it was um, a lot of work, but rewarding. Very rewarding. We're not going to miss anybody this year. Yeah. Hey, hey Cheryl. Chuck. Hey, how you doing? Uh, first order of business, I want to let you know that I have retired. Congratulations. That was. I hit the 65 mark, and that was it. Uh, but I'm also involved, and I, I want to bring you down onto the Cape when we uh, have the, the launching of a new vet center that is on a sailboat. A friend of mine bought a 40-foot wooden Dutch sailboat with a cannon. <laughs> with a cannon. Uh, and we're going to have... 
Veterans Coffee's on this sailboat. We're taking disabled vets or any vets out at six at a time out sailing through Cape Cod Bay. And we're going to have it as a vet center because, as you well know, there is none down, down in P-Town. And this is all going to be done, done down in Provincetown. So I'd love to have you come down on Dedication Day uh, if it fits your schedule. It'll be it, this, it gonna it's going to be this summer. Uh, yeah, the boat is just getting finished up down in Delaware, and then we have to have a trail it up here. Uh, so as soon as I have a confirmed date, I will let you know. Thank you, Chuck. Another mobile vet center, this time on the water. Yes, and it, this is the first Excellent. in the country. Wonderful. Just, you know, well, it's, it's you. a nice trick to get the veterans on board, that's for sure. You yeah. know, to find out what's what's going on. Uh, you know, I mean, coffees have been enough, Chuck, but now with coffees on the boat? Right. Not bad. Not bad. So, Cheryl, uh, I want to thank you very much for taking the time out of your crazy schedule to join us tonight. We've appreciated you uh, working with us the last uh, several months, and we hope to continue this. Working with Linnea is great, and, uh, you know, we'll just uh, plan to have you back on uh, in uh, in a short period of time, Cheryl. Greg, right one second before we do go, I yes. just did want to remind everybody of the Women Veterans Network Conference coming up on June 11th, yep. Saturday, June 11th, at the uh, Four Points by Sheraton in Norwood from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. The theme is Military Roots That Bind Us as Women Veterans. And um, you can visit the Women Veterans Network org site to register and for more information. And, and always make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, the Women Veterans Network, you know, Facebook.com backslash MassDVS. Um, Twitter is Twitter.com MassDVS. And that, you know, all the other uh, different platforms that we have out there. You can we go like on for half sure an hour, everyone knows I think. About that. Now, now Cheryl, could, there's so I, many. But I know Rich needs to come on because I want to give the rest of my time to Rich Bastien. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He's on the line right now, Cheryl. So let us take this break and we'll come back right after these messages and uh, we'll pick up with Rich. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope you all have a safe and memorable day on Memorial Day and all the other days. Uh, before and after that. Thanks Thank a you. lot. Thanks a lot, Cheryl. We really appreciate all that you do, and uh, thanks for taking care of the vets. Thanks, Greg. Good night. Good night, everybody. All right, Lau, why don't you take it away here? We'll come back uh, with uh, uh, Rich from Cheryl's office, and we'll get uh, another view uh, uh, of the weekend coming up. So take it away, uh, Larry, and we'll be back after these messages. Welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio. Uh, we just had a great guest uh, back uh, uh, with Cheryl Poppy, the Secretary of Veterans Services uh, of Massachusetts. Uh, Chuck, is she the first woman secretary in, in for Massachusetts? Yes. She is? Yes. Boy, she's really worked her way up to, to get to where she is now. Oh, absolutely. I, I've known her for 20 years. Yeah, me too. Me, 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 me too. She's been a great an- inspiration, and yep. one day, I, one of the first days I met her was at the Bedford VA Hospital. It was the Corvette day. Remember oh, how they had the Corvettes? They still, they'll, they'll have it again this year. Do they? Yep. But she was there in her uniform, and she looked so beautiful and, and so inspiring to me, 
it was like I I don't know it was just like watching somebody in the movies yeah you, you know she was so striking and 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 has such an aura about her in the way she works and handles herself and, and and she does amazing stuff during covid when when they freed it up somehow and wanted a parade they called us a week in advance it was Cheryl that decided to have a parade yeah. and said we'd like to have a parade around the uh, Chelsea sale home yeah. and we put it together in a week and she's unbelievable we didn't realize you knew who she was but I didn't so my Susan films documentaries she was filming the crew, she met Cheryl. I didn't know who it was. You knew, but I didn't yeah. know who it was. And after Susan filmed it, and she films the top leaders in the world, she said, who is that yeah, yeah. lady? Yeah. <laughs> she said, that lady's pretty impressive. She's amazing. She's amazing. But, you know, as much as amazing as she is, she has great staff. And on the line right now, we have uh, another associate of Cheryl's, uh, Rich. Uh, are you out there, Rich? I am. Thank you for having me on, everybody. Really appreciate uh, it. Thanks for joining, Rich. Uh, welcome, welcome aboard. Welcome to the show. Could Rich before we Pleasure get going? Could you introduce yourself uh, so the audience knows a little bit about you, and we'll we'll get into what you do after that. Sure. Uh, my name is Richard Basti, and I am the director of the Massachusetts Veterans Memorial Cemeteries. Uh, we have two state cemeteries located in Winchenden, Massachusetts, uh, north-central portion of the state, Agawam, Massachusetts, located in the western portion of the state, and uh, also run by the VA, we have, obviously, the uh, Massachusetts National Cemetery located in Bourne. Okay, very nice, very nice. And I, I, I myself am also a Navy veteran. Oh, thank you very much for your service, Richard. Thanks for, thanks for your service. So what, what are you seeing this weekend? What are, you, what are some of the plans you have? Oh gosh! Uh, oh, no, uh, right now we're we're in our our, our prime time uh, assisting families, not only the families that are coming in that are unfortunately are losing uh, loved ones right around this time of the year, but we're also taking care of our grounds and making preparations for Memorial Day itself. Uh, you know, really just trying to get to the grounds to uh, impeccable, uh, immaculate conditions, so that everybody that comes and visits us over the next uh, ten to eleven days. They understand how sacred those that ground is and uh, how much it means to us. Well, and 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 that's really important that people come and have a positive uh, experience uh, uh, visiting the graves. And uh, it's it's a very solemn time. I'm a member of a Gold Star family, and this weekend was always um, pretty special to us, and uh, certainly different from Veterans Day. Yeah, it's very different from Veterans Day. Uh, you know, we always try to let everybody know that, um, you know, the focus has got to be on our fallen service members um, and the families and how much, um, you know, the families and the service members have given uh, to all of us in dedication for their for their lives and, and how much it's appreciated. Um, you know, one thing I'm always uh, impressed by on Memorial Day, you know, sometimes Memorial Day gets lost each year with people thinking it's the beginning of summer and, you know, we're, we're going to see several hundred, even maybe if the weather holds out, 400, 500 people on each of the cemeteries on Memorial Day. So it's, it's very humbling to see that many people that, that get it and, and understand the importance of Memorial Day and are willing to take time out. Um, some people that don't even have uh, family members or friends that are there, they just want to come pay their respects, and they take time out on Memorial Day to, to come to the cemeteries. It's, it's very humbling. Well, it, it, it is 
truly humbling for sure. And 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 we can't forget, you know, what's gone on in the past. And you know, it's great that that you're taking care of the grounds as you are, Rich. And uh, just uh, like I said, giving everybody a a positive experience and honoring the vets and 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 keeping it up as they kept up their promise to the country when they signed on the line. Uh, you know, it's actually, you brought up uh, something that reminded me of something. We, with the differences between Bourne and the state cemeteries, we do have at the state cemeteries the upright headstones, kind of like what Arlington has. Oh, okay. And oh, Bourne is a lovely, lovely, Bourne is a lovely facility. Um, but I think when you visit the, the state cemeteries and you see, you know, ten to 5,000, 10,000 stones at one cemetery, 5,000 stones at the other, other cemetery, the impact just really hits you. Sure. When you see all those stones. Sure. And, and the sacrifice resonates. And I and so many people, the first time through, they they just you know, uh, they realize that the price the price of freedom is really visible on those grounds. You, you know, and as and as beautiful and wonderful as the Bourne Cemetery is, you, you're right, Rich. You don't get the the full flavor because you don't see anything. It's like a golf course. It's like the yeah, Bourne, fairways. Yeah, Bourne is a wonderful, yeah, yeah, Bourne is a wonderful place. I believe they have uh, about eighty thousand yep. grave sites at Bourne. Yep, I think um, so. And, and I've met the staff. I know the staff down there, and, and they work just as hard um, maintaining those grounds. I mean, it, it, there's five hundred something acres down there, so that's a lot of of acreage that they have to maintain. And, and eighty thousand grave sites is a lot of oh grave sites to maintain as well. So, um, but I know that they care care equally about taking care of veterans and their families uh, year-round, not just Memorial Day. And they and they run it like a well-tuned clock. I mean, is it every 15 minutes, every, Jack? Yeah, every 15 minutes. And I was just down there a couple of weeks ago for a, a veterans uh, service burial down there. And they keep on extending the cemetery. The size? Yeah, it's yeah. getting bigger and bigger. And what's that tell me? Mm-hmm. Veterans are dying faster and faster. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things they do that's wonderful, you had him on the show, Greg, no one gets buried alone there. If the person doesn't have family, they provide a, uh, yep. a guy Someone there. Yep. yep, always, always. And our friend mm-hmm. Justin Latini is down there, I think, two or th- three times a week, isn't he, Chuck? Yeah. Uh, with his honor guard. Yep. yep. You know, to honor those. Uh, so it's a real solemn... Uh, 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 ceremony for sure and uh, mm-hmm. boy for, uh, for any of you folks have not been to visit one of these cemeteries you really should yeah. it's, it, it, you know the, Born, Born is unbelievable Memorial Day when they have the, the volunteers down there that put up the flags yeah, yeah. that's a show I, we, it, it yeah, is that's, a show. that's actually Un, a great unreal that's a great point um, you were just talking about flags in flags in's coming up both in Bourne and at the state cemeteries. Uh, I believe the flags in at Bourne is May 28th, uh, 10 to 1. You want to check with Bourne on that, but okay. I, I believe it's May 28th. Um, I do know that at the state cemeteries, uh, we are doing the flags in at 8.30 a.m. at the Massachusetts Veterans Memorial Cemetery in Agawam, and we do that again at 1 p.m. at the uh, Veterans Memorial Cemetery in Winchenden. And... Um, we get about 200 volunteers at each site, and we place about uh, a little over 15,500 flags uh, between both cemeteries this year. Wow, great job. Great, great job, Rich. Must, uh, 
make you feel good when you when you're through with the last one and noticing it. Uh, I, I bet you get a lot of uh, satisfaction out of doing what you do. Yeah, I I, I like to uh, walk around the grounds a lot down there at both cemeteries, and and you know it's uh, you know I have my grandfather at one of the cemeteries. He's a World War II veteran. My my great great grandfather, not at our cemeteries, was a Spanish American War veteran, and and I served. So, uh, you know, we try. I try to walk around every now and then and just touch the stones and look wow. at the names, and uh, you know, it really hits you when you work in there every day, uh, just how important of a job it is. Talk about keeping grounded. You, you know, yeah. going up and touching the vet, touching a stone, and walking away. Uh, it's uh, it's interesting work that you're doing there, Rich. Uh, um, just just keep up the great work, and uh, I'm sure you have a great staff helping you out. We do. We have, we have two great staffs. Um, and many of them have families and friends that are there. And you know, you were talking about how it born. You know, with with uh, when they have people come through that are unaccompanied. You know, one of the things I always tell my staff is every single barrel we do, we do about uh, 1,300 barrels a year between both cemeteries. Um, every single veteran that comes through there, whenever they're doing it, if they're weed whacking, if they're mowing, um, whatever they're doing, we all stop as soon as taps is sounded. Yeah. And we shut everything off, and, and we always make sure that as, as, as that bugle's playing, everybody's facing the flag and, and paying their respects because every veteran deserves that. Um, no matter if they're a, an E1 or, or, or an O11 or, uh, you know, an Admiral four-star, whatever, we're all going to give them the same same treatment and pay their respect for their service they've, they've given us. Well, Rich, time on the wall says that, unfortunately, we have to uh, cut this short, but uh, I want to thank you for taking time out of your night to call in, and uh, maybe Veterans Day you want to touch base and let us know what's going on uh, around that event as well absolutely happy to be on and i'm, I'm grateful that that you all are uh, are doing this show and letting veterans know uh that what they need to do to um you know get the benefits they need and and pay the respects to veterans who have served and try to let them know that we care about them rich absolutely absolutely thank you so much for doing it all right richie you have a good night and uh thanks for calling in and we'll talk to you again soon Absolutely. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a good night. Thanks, Richie. You too. That was uh, Rich from the DVS talking about the uh, the two. Uh, now, there's two state cemeteries, right, Chuck? Right. Winchenden. And Agawam. Okay. And then the one in Bourne, that's a federal. Right. That's run by the VA. I Okay. I'm, I'm just... Why would one choose to be in one place rather than the other? Location, location, location. For families? Sure. Yeah, okay. Sure. I mean, if you're out in Western Mass and you have Agawam there, yeah. you know, okay. Yeah. Okay. it'd be easier for family to come visit you, if yeah. you instead of being buried all the way out in, down in Bourne. Sure, sure. Yep, understand, understand. Well, at this point, Larry, let's take our final break. We'll come back to discuss uh, some more features that we have going on and some more events coming up and... Uh, a lot going on here that we're going to be talking about. So uh, take it away, Larry, and we'll be right back. Right. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio here, wrapping up another uh, another great show with Cheryl Poppy, or Associate Rich, uh, talking about uh, their plans for the most solemn uh, 
not celebration, honoring uh, ceremony, uh, just a day to reflect back on all those uh, uh, folks that didn't come back from warfare. But not only the folks that didn't come back, but Chuck, you know, a lot of the folks came back with wounds that they never recovered from. Hidden were, wounds. Hidden wounds. Yeah. You know? I mean, we just, we just, uh, Jenny and I just went to, unfortunately, the Parkinson's uh, 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 program here in, in Massachusetts. And Parkinson's festers, like Hep C, festers for 10, 20, 30 years. So it, it's just to talk about the gift that keeps on giving, Chuck. Oh, yeah. You That's know? what war does. Oh, boy. Oh. You know, and all I can do, folks, is. Is 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 ask you to to think about participating in some upcoming studies. We got our friend Wally Musto at the at the uh, Jamaica Plain VA uh, with his program where he's tracking vets and and checking their health to see how their health conditions change over time. Right, and that's on TBIs. Right, traumatic brain injuries. Yeah, but they're getting into some other new stuff now. Um, that he hasn't even told me about. Yeah, top secret. You know, Wally is a, you know, he's a, he, yeah. That we Double love Wally. Yeah, we love Wally. He's underground tonight. Yeah, he's underground. But uh, there, I was talking to the Michael uh, J. Fox Foundation. They want to talk to Wally because Wally's collecting blood. All they need is a drop of blood to start the markers and start the research. And they're closing in on a lot of problems. But all you younger vets out there, if you could take the time and get healthy and let the VA get you healthy. um, You know, there's too many problems. Chuck, we talk about the the problems of non, you know, uh, getting back into the regular scheme of life. Yep, absolutely. And being sick doesn't help. Nope. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. There's not much that uh, we, we, we haven't said about it, but uh, vets, please join the VA. Num- number one, Chuck, you were talking about a, a buddy of yours that you just met, never was in the VA, all kinds of operations, all kinds of prescription medicines he's taken. Right. Never signed up. Never. Never. This, this, and he was boots on the ground in Vietnam. Oh, and he's sick now. Cancer. But now he's on the Agent Orange registry. Now he can file for his claim. Well, and we're making some progress, unfortunately, in the markers that, that are dictating that. Tough to go backwards, though, Chuck. We can't go backwards and heal him, unfortunately. Nope. Mm. All you we know? can do is put one foot... Ahead of the next. That that's all, and give them some support and some help and some love. But I want to talk to you uh, just quickly about an event that the Coast Guard is having on Saturday, May twenty first. The United States Coast Guard, along with state and local officials, will be making the start of a national safe boating week at the Coast Guard Station in Situate, located at ninety Cole Parkway in Situate, starting at ten a.m. A proclamation will be given marking the date, which happens annually. In order to increase awareness of safety precautions, everyone should be aware of while enjoying the water. The event will run from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. For more information, please contact U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary Public Affairs Officer Kevin Ritchie at 617 
617-571-6984. Once again, Public Affairs Officer Kevin Ritchie, 617-571-6984. But, Wolfie, we'll be remiss if we wouldn't talk about the closing of Nantasket Beach coming up uh, in a couple no, of weeks. Nothing makes me happier. <laughs> and <laughs> and nothing makes about 10,000 people happier. And, and um, we're going to have the Nam Knights motorcycles are going to be there. And we have um, Grego and um, Marilyn Monroe is back. No oh popular boy. demand. Oh, so we're oh, going to go God. sirens and lights right down the middle of the road with a convertible with Marilyn. And that's going to be really fun. It, it and, wouldn't be a show without her. Uh, we have such a good time. And at 930 sharp, 500 cars. Outrods. I have to say that. 500, maybe a few more. Start. We drop the flags. We have a great big check of flags. The DJ counts down. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines. And 500 cars start their engines. The seagulls put their wings over yeah, their ears. They're gone. I love that. They're, they're, they're gone. It's great. It's a... It, it, when did you start that? Last year or the year before? Yeah, two, be? three years now. We did it at the snow show with the big trucks. It was so much fun. And the trophies this year, we're going to get pictures out on the website. My sister Kim took car parts and made sculpture trophies that are the most interesting, unbelievable, fun-looking things you ever saw. So first place is getting these great big car Some piston or something? Yeah, there's pistons and some looks like top hats, some look like frogs, some look like pigs, some look like great... Ch- we have these huge, best of show, must be four foot high, chrome tailpipes with lights and stuff coming off of it. Probably weighs 50 pounds. <laughs> it's gonna I be can imagine, best. Wolfie. I can, I, I can imagine. We, I can and, imagine. And the veteran voice, of course, we, the reason we took the whole thing over was to turn it into a veteran resource fair. So this is, again, just a trick to get the veterans there. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> to, to and speaking of tricks, Saturday, July 23rd, we mentioned it a couple of times. That's our big event in Quincy. It's growing faster and faster, growing more every week. Uh, We've uh, uh, we're, we're going to surpass the number of vets and tables that we had last year. So uh, Saturday, July twenty third, uh, we're expecting a thousand to fifteen hundred veterans to show up. So, uh, folks, if you've got any questions about your benefits, everybody will be there. And our our, our two good friends, Dave Henker, Carolyn Mason Wally, will have their computers there. Will sign you up on the spot. We'll be there on Sunday. They can get you an appointment Tuesday, Wednesday, maybe even Monday if 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 things open up. But And if th- they need surgery, Greg and I will perform it right there. Right there. There's no problem. Good we- thing I'm not going to be there. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's uh, that's Wolfie's specialty. Yeah, lobotomy. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're it's a su- success. There's your answer right there. So and and we wanted to talk about the uh, iPods for Wounded Veterans event in Marshfield. Sold out, folks. We've already got uh, a full house of veterans there. So uh, we're sorry, but we're going to be uh, bringing it back in a few months. So we'll we'll let you know. Uh, but uh, July 9th, we're going to be down to Westport. Justin Latini is going to take care of us down the uh, Elks Hall down there, so we'll be bringing that up a little bit, and we've got uh, you know, just the uh, the event here on the 23rd, we've got Gold Star Family Night uh, Gold Star uh, people Wolfie, when are they coming to town? The end of July, I think, aren't they? Um, they spoke at the coffee, the Gold Star um, wives yeah. spoke at the coffee last week. And when are they... Um, and it was really moving. When When, when is the big national conference here in Boston? I don't remember. I think it's the end of July. 
We'll, we'll bring you more up uh, later on. But uh, here we go. The, the, the night is growing old, so uh, you're up there, Chuck. Just like our bones are growing old. <laughs> All the veterans out there. Hey, Memorial Day's coming up. You don't want to join those, 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 those veterans that already gave their lives. Listen, going through a hard time, need somebody to talk to, you don't think there's anybody there that wants to listen, you're wrong. Call 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt press 1. Call the Veterans Crisis Line. They're there 24-7. They're there to talk to you. They've talked to hundreds of thousands of vets. They know what they're doing. They want to help you. Give it a shot. People out there still love you. They want you around for a long time. Again, call one 800 273-8255 at the prompt press one. Anybody here? 